So I'm joined today by four young uh, law students from Ukraine who've been taking part this week in our international moot court competition organized by ELSA, the European Law Students Association. And um, I've got with me Natalia, Daria, Polina and Victoria. And I'm going to start asking uh, Natalia, who is the coach of the team, um, how they came to take part in this uh, competition and how difficult it was to get to Strasbourg, given the conflict in Ukraine at the moment. Um, thanks a lot, first of all, for the invitation. We are really glad to be here in the premises of Council of Europe and um, to present Ukraine. Um, the first question that I will try to answer is how we'll get to moot court competitions. First of all, um, we came to know about our colleagues from Ukraine, from Gilanska Academy in Kyiv. It was um, for uh, two and a half years ago, Olga Kiryan, uh, Sergei Petuhov, and then gained to our group uh, um, Roman Takarik. He is the master of Oxford University. And now we are here after two hard years of work in conditions of war, uh, not to omit any difficulties. We want uh, to have good points in our CV curriculum vitae in future because we want to be on the level of competitor level with international teams. So in such a case, Sumi was involved in mood competitions and thanks to ALSA organizers that they helped us to be here today. And how difficult was it logistically to actually get out of Ukraine and, and, and arrive in Strasbourg? Yeah, it was really difficult for us because of conditions of war. Under conditions of war in Ukraine, we were getting to Warsaw, for example, for one, 24 hours. Then we changed lots of trains in order to get to Strasbourg. And it took us two days and a half, if you know, but we are strong. We have got good hospitality here and um, there is nothing impossible for a willing heart, as you see. So we coped. Well, well, we're very happy that you made it here and uh, it's great to see you representing your country that we're all thinking of at this terrible time. Um, if I could turn now to Daria and ask her what personally you think you've gained from this experience of taking part in this very competitive and uh, demanding competition. Uh, thank you for your question. It was a very experience, uh, good experience for us uh, uh, concerning also situation as a war in Ukraine. We can uh, uh, also say about uh, war uh, in uh, uh, according to our um, also students in other um, university and uh, also uh, we uh, say we show uh, how Ukrainian students are stronger and how Ukrainian girl can uh, uh, be a good lawyer not only in Ukraine uh, but a good lawyer a good a good a strong lawyer in all world thanks very much um, Daria and so Paulina if I could ask you the same question what you've benefited how have you benefited this week from the moot court competition Mm -hmm. uh, very interesting question because when we first came here, um, now I, I think I would start from the last year we've uh, taken part in such competition. Uh, we were quite um, 
maybe ashamed at some point because we thought that our level of education uh, is not as high as other European universities. But after such um, stress in Ukraine, when we came here, firstly, we realized that nothing can scare us anymore. And this competition actually showed that there is nothing to be afraid of. And the students are really open. No one here decides that this competition creates an enemy. No, it's really a colleagues that we can uh, gain so much knowledge from. And I think this uh, friendly community really helped us to understand how level of education in Ukraine, how high it is, and that uh, actually our professors in Ukraine gave us so much, so much so that we can be a good competitors to, to other teams. Great, thank you very much for that. And um, so last, uh, well, actually we're going to go around the table. So Victoria, can I ask you the same thing? Um, what have you gained this week from this uh, competition, the moot court competition? I'm gaining that we are strong girls that for three weeks can prepare for such a great moot court competition because in our country there is a war, it's not a conflict first of all and uh, most of us are out of the internet, we don't have a mobile phones, we don't have the opportunity to call, to meet, to organize our community to much prepare and uh, for that we prepare for our, we prove for ourselves that we are strong, that we can come here and show our knowledges, our power, our abilities so thank you for this uh, possibility and thank you for your question. And going back to Natalia, you're the team coach. Um, how has it been for you? Because you must have learned a lot about yourself, about the team. What have you learned? As for me, I've learned that the first thing that they have to do, nothing impossible for argumentation. If they have the argument, they have to protect their point of view. Secondly, they, my girls, I'm sure, they taught how to behave in communication with the judges. It was easily for them, as I have seen. I was really terrified about it. And thirdly, it was so difficult to compete with the teams from the United Kingdom, but they have done it because, for instance, their competitors, English is their native language and we are Ukrainians. But still, my girls really, really coped. I'm openly proud of them. So they have taken from those days of communication a lot of things. Great, thank you very much uh, for that. That's a good, uh, that's wonderful to hear. Um, so turning to Daria, um, Daria, um, what have your personal experiences been of this um, conflict in Ukraine? You're based, I, I understand, on the border, your city uh, near the, the Russian Federation border. So it must have impacted on you. Uh, thank you for your question. First of all, it isn't a conflict. It, it is real war. Uh, our civil citizens die. So we can uh, say that it is a conflict. It is actually war. And uh, all of uh, our family has very terrible experience. And uh, because we have uh, our mother, father, our grandparents, uh, our child, and uh, when we say that uh, uh, they can be in danger and unfortunately we cannot do anything, uh, it is very terrible and very hard to ourselves. And uh, also I um, 
go as the first day uh, from Sume in uh, Sume region uh, and uh, um, it is was very terrible and uh, when you see um, a lot of uh, traffic uh, uh, I understand one uh, thing about what I uh, thought uh, it was uh, my parents my brother my parents uh, and that's all uh, so um, it's it's very hard to say about this uh, to um, I am sure that uh, Ukraine uh, uh, will be uh, in uh, peace very, very uh, so, so. soon. Yeah, very, very soon. So I forget all votes uh, because uh, when uh, we uh, discuss uh, some uh, kind of uh, uh, situation because uh, yeah, in my family also we have uh, a lot of uh, um, boys who work uh, as a lawyer as uh, in uh, spheres. That's why it's very terrible for me and very hard to pronounce all of that. Uh, so we understand. Thank you very much, Daria. Uh, so turning to Paulina, um, I'm sure that your family has also been impacted by this war. Uh, yeah, certainly, because no one in my family is a soldier or a military person. My father, when the war came in our country, he decided, and I'm so proud of him, to join the military forces of Ukraine. And I cannot even explain how worried I am that every, not every day, but every minute is so precious. And the value of these minutes I can spend with him, even on the phone, is, I can't even name the price of it, you know. Uh, it's impacted us in a way that we understood nothing else matters other than family. And when I, with my now husband, evacuated from Sumi uh, after the massive bombardment, uh, we actually had one bag with us. No other things were with us to when we evacuated to Lutsk, to a safer place. This helps us to reevaluate things in our life and to understand that, like, your life is the only thing that has its value. So something very fundamental, mm -hmm. yeah, a new perspective on the way you see life. Definitely. And, and Victoria, would you agree, has, has it changed your perspective on life fundamentally, being involved in a war situation? Oh, thank you for the question. Yes, because on 21st we came to the village near the 60 kilometers from Sume, and in this village there lived uh, 300 people, not more. And uh, we think, why the Russians can invade it in such small village? What can happen? <laughs> it's uh, like a joke. And uh, when 13 March came, we uh, just make a tea in home of my grandmother, uh, grandmother and um, the rocket missile uh, fall into 50 meters from our home. And um, when you hear the rocket flying you understand that nothing you can do to protect yourself and it's over <laughs> and uh, there is no such a way to protect ourselves in this situation and uh, for example i live with, with my um niece and uh, it's very hard to explain to five-year-old girl why we should come from our home why we should uh, 
hiding, why we should sit in, in near the house. And um, it's very hard to explain to the children why you should why she should experience exist, why she should uh, hear the flying of rocket missiles, why she should hear about the war, about that you shouldn't speak to Russians if you, they come home to you. And it, it's experience, it, it's changed our lives. And like our grandparents say, uh, in order not the war was. We, we, yes. we are ready to do everything in order there was not the war, really. Okay. It's uh, hard to live our previous life because you understand that in every minute the people dying. For example, we have some hard places. It's in Mariupol, Azovstal, where people and warriors are blocked and nothing can help them. And we... Uh, Pray. And we pray in uh, our minutes in our life for their lives, for their survivor and came and can come home because they are heroes, they are our heroes and we are very proud of them. Thank you. Yeah, please go ahead. Um, Victoria told about the Azovstal, and this is actually the most painful thing after the Bucha, of course, yes. in in Ukraine. I think. Yeah, and Azovstal and Bucha, it's really painful to even to even remember these scenes. People people were first to 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 see this and to know this information, even in the Europe. Uh, what we can say that now Ukraine is really relying on the European community to help Ukraine. We never actually asked for such help, but in this condition, it's really important to have the support of uh, European community to so our soldiers on Azovstal in Mariupol can survive. Because now there is no civilians, and we understand that in every minute, these lives of the military people can be just poof and. and And then something also, yes. uh, also in the news we can see the real trust because, for example, where I was in the time there was when the war was started, it uh, the village near the Trostanets where it where was it was occupied by Russian soldiers, and uh, for example, the village near the Trostanets there are massacres and uh, Russian soldiers just kill the men and uh, in such a horrible way, and uh, in news we can see that the. Uh, um, we don't see the real trust and the real horrible of the war. We don't see this and um, we just can imagine how slow is it, how difficult is it. How difficult is it? Can you share my experience? Uh, yes, please share your experience, yes. Natalia. Um, I will try to talk because it's difficult for me. I'm a mother of three children and our Sumi town was occupied and searched for one month by the Russian troops in the first days of the war. And um, I can see you the eyes of my children. They were not shocked. They were so terrified. They thought that this is apocalypse in the film that they have seen before. And the 8th of March, it was the nightmare because in Sumi there were four bombing in four different territories. And I know how, but my family survived between those bombing. I was living at that period together with Paulina's family, and only our house in the middle of two bombing territories where lots of people dying, we just survived. Only some um, glasses in our house and windows were damaged. But those voice of bombing, I thought that this is the end.
and I've realized that I don't have any minute to escape to the basement. And even if I were in the basement, the rockets are so deep, six meters deep, that the houses are falling down and nothing on the place where the house was. At that 8th of March, it was the Women's Day. And it was the day of horrible events for Sumo region because the whole, whole street of Romanska street, there were dying 20 houses of people. And some of our friends are also dying. So, sorry. And what I want to say, I want to wish nobody to be weak in this situation because other communities, families and other people are watching at us and we have to survive in order to show stop the war, know the war. We can, we can solve this war, conflict, unpredictable situations by negotiations, not by bombing of people. We are civilians and my children, they're too young and they don't understand still how such a huge, powerful mm. country could damage us, usual people who just live together. By the way, I have got lots of relatives uh, in Europe, in uh, the Russian Federation. My grannies, my uncles, my, my native brother, they are living in Russia also. So we still ask the question why. So thank you. Well, thank you. I know it's very difficult to, to recount these horrors. But uh, thank you, Natalia. And um, uh, let's hope that it'll all be over as soon as possible and that uh, Ukraine can return to a peaceful uh, existence and people can go to school and university without any problems. Let's turn now to how you all hope to serve your country when that moment comes. So maybe we start with Daria. How, what would you hope to do to when, when Ukraine starts to rebuild? How will you contribute to that new society? Thank you for your question. First of all, uh, I, uh, I can see if you're sure that uh, uh, now, uh, as we are here, it's also as a kind uh, of uh, server, uh, as a kind of help for our uh, Ukraine, uh, because uh, we can uh, uh, really uh, say uh, really situation. Uh, when we uh, go in this uh, competition in Mutkot, uh, we were in uh, Poland, in uh, Germany, in French, and uh, in these three countries, we say about the war, real situation, but uh, because uh, it is uh, really um, terrible that people uh, don't, don't know real situation. And uh, when we say uh, that uh, uh, our civilian people die. So uh, when you ask uh, uh, us for uh, our experience, every of us cry. And it is very hard uh, to uh, show, uh, to uh, speak about this. And uh, uh, I'm sure uh, that uh, uh, every person, every person in our Ukraine now help Ukraine and so. And uh, when uh, uh, soon uh, peace war will be in our Ukraine, I'm sure that we became more stronger, more friendly, and every world will be uh, wanted to be as a Ukrainian people. 
because Ukrainian people is very strong, it's very friendly, and all this situation show all world that Ukrainian people is uh, very um, strong people. Thank you. Thank you, Daria. So, Polina, what are your thoughts on this subject of your contribution to the peacetime Ukraine? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, before the war came in our country, uh, me and my parents had a company in corporate law and audit. And uh, actually now our business is completely shut down because our clients uh, either evacuated or uh, some of them actually just stopped their business. I know that uh, step by step, even before the war ends, because no one knows how long it will be, uh, we want to contribute to corporate law and actually rebuild our business community in Ukraine, because now it's important that taxes that business paid to Ukraine will actually contribute to rebuilding of our cities. And I understand how important it is to give the businesses a proper legal support now. So I think my contribution will start as soon as I'll be back in Ukraine in a few days. Great. Thank you, Polina. So, uh, Victoria, what do you think you'll be doing? Mm, I think I will rebuild in my country, my con- country's economy, because before the war, I want to gain a law license and work in, in Ukraine. Uh, I have such opportunities in as international master's degree, but I don't want this because I want uh, to be in home and to build my career in my home with uh, the, my friends, with my parents. So I think that uh, when the war ends, I continue to do this and uh, uh, I want to prove that uh, in Ukraine is uh, very strong people and such experience that you gain it it's can't even imagine you can saw a film you can see the photo but you can't feel this f- feeling about this such horrible uh, fear. fear and understand understation understanding about that you can nothing to do to protect yourself and uh, how much films do you see and how much videos you can see you're not feel b- before you can see this if you don't see, you can feel this. Understood, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Victoria. So, Natalia, what's your um, vision of your role in that new peacetime Ukraine? Okay, thanks a lot. Um, I can say that we have already started from the first days of the war to serve our Ukraine because my family, my children, my husband and me left in Ukraine. And we have tried to develop two links. First, my husband is a vet and he is the head of the non-governmental organization in Ukraine of veterinarians. And now Americans, European Union community, Belgium community, they are helping to serve the animals, just funding for medical protection. By the way, now it's Ukraine. They are transporting from Sumi region to America lots of animals that were left. So the first step we are trying to help those veterinarians that are left without homes, without business, but they want to live and work in Ukraine. And now we are trying to fund them. The second step, I'm a PhD professor at the University of International Relations, and I really, really wish that our students stay in Ukraine and support Ukraine. As you see, all of them are going to continue education in Ukraine not to omit the fact that lots of pr- 
prominent universities open free education. They don't want, they want the Ukrainian license. For example, Victoria wants to be the barrister or lawyer in the courts. Polina wants in commercial law specialization. Daria wants to be um, in Persecute. prosecution, in, in prosecution. So they have got their roles. I'm sure all of them will work on the level of ministers because the future out of, because of them. Uh, my aim, like the professor, like the researcher, like the tutor, I have to show them how they can develop education, practice and stay Ukrainians. Because, you know, I'm sure in some years, when the war will finish, uh, we don't know still when, but it will finish. And it, it will be really fashionable to be Ukrainians. And those Ukrainians that are left Ukraine, they are also trying supporting, they would like to back home. Because if we will have financing, we could rebuild it in three, four years, definitely. If we will have supporting plus financing and volunteers, Ukrainians, but we have got now lots of them. In five years, Ukraine will be well European country. Um, you know, Victoria has a close friend and he invested how much money? One million. One million of his own business money, everything that he had into military troops, helping to the militarians to buy everything. All the European community and the European Union gave him money all the time for the economic financial five million, five billions per month. They understand. If we will stop our, for example, economic production, agricultural sector, it will be catastrophe all over the world. It will be the problem of food security, you understand? And I've met the problem with agrarians. I've had close friends. They are not to omit the situation in our region. They are sowing the fields. They continue business because they want not only Ukraine. The whole world didn't feel this war. So we are saving now, we will continue. And I'm sure, you know, our smaller kids will see the example of my students, of those Ukrainians who are staying. And they also would like to be the patriots. They, I, I, I think it will be so. This is my forecast <laughs> for the future. Thank you very much, Natalia. I'd like to finish by asking each of you in turn the same question about what kind of country you hope that Ukraine will become when the fighting stops, when the war is over and the rebuilding begins. So uh, if you could keep it fairly short, so I could start maybe with Daria. How do you see, what's your vision of the new Ukraine? Uh, I can answer very short for this question. I am sure that uh, Ukraine uh, will be as example of uh, country, of citizen, of civil citizen, of political system, and so on, of economic, of agri agriculture, and so on and so forth, for every world. Thank you. And Paulina, how, how do you see it? I actually agree with Daria. I think that Ukraine has its own path and we cannot compare it to other European countries that actually have its own history and its own pain, etc. and happiness, I think. But the path of Ukraine is quite unique because of the neighbors we have. So there is no comparison. We will be our own unique example of strength and, and bravery.
That's great. Thank you. And uh, what do you think, Victoria? We will be as united as we are now. Ukrainian will become a country where everyone will have one opinion and one vision of the country's development, where everyone will be a part of a great nation. Thank you. That's a great aspiration. And finally then, Natalia, your, your view of that peacetime Ukraine, and we hope will come sooner rather than later. Probably now I will say just so strict but open answer before those time ukraine had everything starting from good braves clever people hard workers good ideas in everything we had one minus corruption and now after this war ukraine understands that money power and the leadership is nothing only you are personality you are the nation. So that's why I think after this war, Ukraine won't be a corruptive country anymore. And it will be the great win of our nationality. Overall, other things. That's why we will stay open as we are, clever as we are, productive as we are, the example for everybody, and financing independent. But all this will happen thanks to the support of our neighbors, the European Union, really, because we are ourselves, is nothing. Supporting together and to be the part of the team, it's the power. That's why I do hope that Ukraine become the power of the Europe. Thanks. Well, we all hope that Ukraine will be at peace as soon as possible. The Council of Europe will do its best to support Ukraine in that in its current crisis and in the future and we all my colleagues and i we all wish you all the best to your families to stay safe and we hope to see you again next year in the moot court competition and hopefully in better times for everyone so thank you very much for taking part and we wish you all the best thank, thank you very you. much slava ukraine we say thankful words to alga or elsa organizers because you know in such a difficult minutes of us ukrainians they opened like the door for the heaven and those one week of our traveling staying here we understood that we have to come back to ukraine continue to fight and to develop our country Thanks to the organizers, really. They gave us this possibility during the war. Thanks a lot. And thank for you that you spent with us time to listen to our... Sorry if we were so uh, <laughs> impressive, but we were trying to, to be open. 